morning. It's Wednesday, February 22nd. Ash Wednesday. Also National Margarita Day. Two very different vibes, but you know what? I say uh, celebrate what you want, however you want. And now the news. Let's start with a story that'll bring joy into your heart, light up your eyes, a a spark on a cold night, a bath after a long week. It's a good book. It's a good friend. It's just a general sense of happiness. That's right. We're doing it. We are starting with... Trump Crime Update Time. Well, 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 edition. Um... Uh, In case that excellent Southern accent didn't give it away, today's Trump crime update time is all about Georgia's special grand jury investigation into the time that Trump, being the loser that he is, that's not bullying, that's just an accurate assessment when I look at the things he's tried to do and not accomplished, like running businesses, selling stakes, attempting to win the presidential election, and of course, gaining his father's love. Um, So Trump didn't get any of that. Specifically, in this case, he lost the election, but instead of just like owning up to it, saying, thank you, this job was hard and I did not have enough time to be bad at golf and then going to see some therapist about all of this. uh, Instead, he called the secretary of state in Georgia and just straight up told him, hey, man, just find me the votes. Um, Do you remember that happening? And then do you remember that Brad Raffensperger, the Georgia secretary of state, who definitely doesn't want everyone in Georgia to vote, but will at the least do the actual bare minimum and not change the votes of anyone who snuck on through and were able to cast their constitutionally promised vote. Uh, He said, no, this um, (laughs) summary of events is getting out of control. I apologize. To clarify, uh, as a reminder, Trump lost the election. He lost Georgia. That was one of the many states that he lost. He called Georgia Secretary of State Brad and said, hey, man, just find me the votes. And um, Brad said, no, he couldn't do it. But Trump couldn't let it go. And so in addition to his call, he had others like U.S. Senator and cartoon of what a cliched Southerner would look like, uh, Lindsey Graham. He asked Lindsey Graham to also make calls and put the pressure on. So this special grand jury is looking into all of that. They are starting with Trump's call. That's the focal point of all of this. Everything else is just like bonus info. Now, during their investigation, they heard testimony from 70, 70, 70 witnesses over the course of seven months. Trump was not one of those witnesses. But all of that is backstory, convoluted as I may make it seem to be. Uh, That is all backstory. That's what you need to know so you can understand how I have rarely clicked a link as fast as I did today when this headline came across my screen. You would have thought that they'd finally announced the Chuck movie for how fast I moved. Because yesterday in an interview, the Georgia grand jury's forewoman announced that they are recommending indictments of multiple people in this case. Now, the report remains mostly sealed, except for what we talked about last week, but the names themselves are still sealed. And on top of that, the special grand jury doesn't have indictment powers. So this is similar to like the January 6th committee saying, hey, we think all these crimes were committed, and then sending it over to Coach Beard, I mean, Jack Smith, and saying, you should look into this. This is similar to that. So They have recommended indictments of multiple people, and now they are handing it all over to the Fulton County DA, Fonnie Willis, who will make charging decisions. Uh, But the question today is, okay, this is very exciting, multiple people. Who are they suggesting? Again, we don't know, but it's not that hard to imagine who, thanks to some sweet, sweet quotes from the forewoman in her interview. First of all, we know this, quote, it's not a short list. 
So multiple people. Uh, when asked if Trump specifically is named, this was her response, quote, you're not going to be shocked. It's not rocket science. Adding, quote, you won't be too surprised. Finally, she said this, quote, I will tell you that if the judge releases the recommendations, it's not going to be some giant plot twist. Adding, you probably have a fair idea of what may be in there. I'm trying very hard to say that delicately. So, uh, Trump's in there. That's exciting. That's fun, right? You know what I mean? Like, this whole thing sucked um, because of how he tried to overturn democracy. It's a very scary time in our country's history. But days like this, yeah, you gotta have fun with it. It is now in D.A. Willis's hands, so... Here's hoping she moves as quickly as it seems like she wants to. The EPA announced on Tuesday that it is stepping in and taking control of the Ohio train derailment cleanup. As community members worry about the chemicals that the derailment put into the air, crews are still working to clean up last month's accident that was likely caused by a mechanical failure. The EPA's involvement means that Norfolk Southern, the company that owned the train, must identify and clean up contaminated soil and water resources. Additionally, they must pay the costs of work performed by the EPA and reimburse the agency for additional cleaning services offered to residents and businesses. Finally, they will have to attend and participate in public meetings, something the company has failed to do over concerns over their employees' safety. Failure to follow any of this will allow the EPA to step in, do the work, and charge the company three times the cost. As part of his trip in support of Ukraine ahead of the one-year anniversary, other people are using that word, so we're going to say anniversary also, of Russia's invasion, President Biden delivered a big old speech in Warsaw on Tuesday. As he did when he stood next to President Zelensky on Monday, he started with a strong message. Quote, Kiev still stands. That alone is absolutely incredible when you think about this last year. Biden also rightfully so accused Russia of committing, quote, crimes against humanity, which is actually legal designation that was first used to charge Nazis after World War II and is defined by crimes such as murder, enslavement, deportation, torture, and rape that are, quote, committed as part of a widespread or systematic attack directed at any civilization population with knowledge of the attack. So seems like he used it properly. Meanwhile, Russia's President Putin announced that Russia will suspend participation in the New START nuclear arms reduction treaty, which is the last nuclear proliferation treaty that it has with America. He said that while he is not fully withdrawing, he will no longer allow NATO countries to inspect its nuclear arsenal. Additionally, and this is news, but it is also um, kind of scary. It's a bummer. NATO says that it is increasingly concerned that China may be planning to provide Russia with lethal support, a concern probably not helped by the knowledge that China's top diplomat landed in Russia on Tuesday. So let's end with something that'll make us feel better. Um, This has nothing to do with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, but let's call it what it is. That story is scary if we think about it for too long or even just for a quick second. So let's talk about this. Democratic governors in 20 states are teaming up to launch a streaming network that'll air only the 1999 WB sitcom Jack and Jill, as well as the 2000 NBC sitcom Ed, both of which were great shows, ended too soon, and neither of which are streaming anywhere. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry, that's not right. I mean, it is correct in that they're not streaming anywhere, and I'm very frustrated by it, but that is not the network that these 20 governors are starting. What a joke, though, right? Uh, It's a network to strengthen abortion access in the country, which is way more important. 
led by Governor Newsom, the Reproductive Freedom Alliance will allow governors and their staffs to share best practices and affirm abortion rights to the 170 million Americans who live in those 20 states. Additionally, this should allow for services that would help those who don't live within those 20 states. This is your evergreen reminder that elections matter. And you matter. Your bodily autonomy matters. The fight for this is never over. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of margaritas. So proud, in fact, that I would like to share a margarita-adjacent recipe that I highly recommend if you like tequila, like margaritas, but are either watching calories and carbs, not that you need to, or just don't like an overly sweet drink. Measure with your heart, but it's tequila, and then like three-quarter ounce lime, depending on how much tequila you put in there, a good amount of ice, and lime LaCroix to the top. Stir it, and then hit it with some salt right there at the top. Now, you can salt or tahini your rim, should you be so inclined, but even if you don't, don't sleep on that little hit of salt at the end. And I'm proud of that drink, but even more than that, because you are also a very good idea and a key ingredient for a good time. I'm proud of you.